any last words? Only one. Presented by the good people at the Bod Belly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the central university. A study on the wise real 290 study on people. It's called Nimbocide. Google it, folks. Nimbocide. Google it, folks. I'm kind of retarded. Alright everybody, welcome to episode 295 of the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. I'm your host, in the place to be, Mr. Jacob Pete, and sitting right across from me on this beautiful New Year's Day, 2023. God damn, I'm gonna fuck up so many fucking checks yeah, and like inputting things at work. I'm like, oh, backspace, 2023 now. 2023, dude. What's that, um, Sunday, Bloody Sunday? By the, by YouTube? Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It talks about like... It's about New Year's, right? That's <laughs> I fucking I don't know. I think it's about some massacre or some shit, but I, I think it's about like yeah, I think it's like the Irani massacre, but it's like mm. it's another year of us still doing this shit. Mm. Anyway, anyway, sitting right across from me is the Brown Recluse, Mr. Archo. Art, say hello to the millions on this bloody Sunday. What's up, people? Um, guys, go to KmanCoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory. They got the coffee beans. They got the hibiscus tea. They got cacao butter. They got everything. Your goddamn heart desires, dude. They got sweatpants. It's still cold as shit out there, dude. You can always tell when it's snowing down here in Bakersfield. Or not in Bakersfield. You can tell when it's snowing in the mountains. Yes. In Bakersfield. Because it gets cold as fuck here. Um, other than that, it doesn't really get cold here. But when it snows in the mountains, it gets cold here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go get some sweatpants. Uh, use promo code AMERICA to receive 15% off. Tell your mom and your boo-boo too. Take a picture of yourself wearing those sweatpants, drinking the coffee beans. Wearing the hats, they got the trucker hats. Uh, they got everything your heart desires. Use promo code America to see fifteen percent off. Yes. So, uh, speaking of sponsors, guys, make sure you check out our other sponsor, guys. I need everyone to head on over to SucreApparel.com. Uh, where the great and powerful Nicole Smith Bosch has put together a illustrious, an illustrious array of merchandise for your consumption pleasure. So, uh, fill your cart up with everything that you love, want, and desire. Uh, but before you hit checkout, guys, I need you guys to put in promo code Art and Jacob. And Nicole will give you 10% off your entire purchase. Uh, but Art, we're not here to talk about... Well, we are here to talk about some kind of merchandise, uh, but we're not here to talk about sweatpants. We're here to talk about Nicole Smith's boss' biggest competition. Yes, that's right. Balen- Art, what are we here to talk about? <laughs> Balenciaga. The Balenciaga scandal mm. is what we're here to talk the about Balenciaga today. Balenciaga problem. Yeah. Problem? 
I don't know. I haven't decided I what know. I'm going to name yeah. this podcast. I saw yet. I saw Balenciaga scandal as like the most common way people refer to it as. Yeah, let's do scandal. Because I was like, is it a conspiracy theory? Some people are trying to turn it into conspiracy theory, and like, I get it. Like sometimes I'm like, I see what you're talking about. But it ain't really much of a conspiracy theory. But nine times out of ten, those conspiracy theories end up being bullshit or just a little bit conflated. As yeah, we will go into. I have an I have an analogy at the end of the podcast, but I don't want to. Well, I can't wait. I to don't want to beat my meat too early, so <laughs> you don't want to splooge. Yeah. So, um, speaking of splooging, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say uh, Balenciaga problem because I guess there's like a, a, a YouTube documentary about Chris D'Elia called the Chris D'Elia problem or whatever, where he talks about like. Or yeah. they talk about how he has like this sex cult or whatever. Maybe a future episode. Maybe not. Who knows? But I thought it was super interesting. So, uh, anyways, Art Balenciaga. You always like to start these podcasts with a with a question. I I was super ignorant to Balenciaga as a brand corporation or as a fashion line. I don't know. Did you know anything about Balenciaga prior to this podcast? Um, or I mean, scandal. So let me let me set up how I know about Balenciaga. Um. I love Project Runway, which turns into making the cut. <laughs> okay. And the name Balenciaga had come up in, in those shows and when they do like their street they every season, dude, they do like one like streetwear challenge. Okay. <laughs> and that's about the extent of Balenciaga. Because not only do they do like high fashion, but they do a lot of streetwear stuff. Um Um So that I knew a little bit like, I knew the name. And then I knew right before this scandal broke out, uh, Kanye West was like, you know, he's a big Balenciaga guy or was a big Balenciaga guy. So he became an anti-Semite. Yeah. yeah, he became all anti-Semitic, which I feel like that is a future topic. Correct. Like, yeah, I feel like that's pretty interesting. Like, um, you know, a lot of like young black men in America becoming very anti-Semitic. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, Balenciaga dropped him. Probably one of the best moves Kanye West did uh, <laughs> by being all anti-Semitic and getting dropped before the the other shoe dropped, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really about it. That's all I knew. If you asked me to point out any like Balenciaga like logo or anything like that, no clue. I don't know who like their designers are. I don't know anything. I- I'll be honest with you. I don't really. As much as I love like <coughs> shows like Making the Cut and Project Runway and that sort of thing, I don't know anything about fashion. Like I know jack shit about fashion. Most of my clothes comes from Target. <laughs> <laughs> Marona and yeah, Cherokee. like Marona Black is like my my shit, dude. That's my thing. Um, yeah, I don't really know much about fashion. Like, that's it. That's all I really. Know. I mean, I know Gucci, Versace, like anything like that's in hip hop songs. I mean, that's how I know about these fucking these brands. Like Versace, uh, what is his name? Biggie. Like he's like Versace shades. Watching it, like that's how I became aware of like these brands and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but to me, like high fashion, <laughs> this is embarrassing. It's like oh shit, like Tommy Hilfiger or like Nike or some shit. It's like yeah. oh shit, you can't buy that at Target. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like to me that like that was always like my extent to like high fashion or whatever. But like the fashion industry, like like I am like super ignorant to that shit. Yeah, I know there's like supermodels like what's his name Gigi Hadid and like all these fucking supermodels like that's basically what they're showing off is like you know Balenciaga uh, Versace Gucci all the and I guess there's like 
Saint Laurent. Like my girl was like, I was telling her like, this is what we were covering. She was like, oh, you should look into this, 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 and I was like, ah, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, have you guys ever watched those shows like Making the Cut or Project Runway? I know she does, but I, that's when I can be like, oh, I'm gonna go edit no, the podcast dude, right you're, now. You're fucking up, dude. You're you're completely fucking up. They're super interesting, super fun. Like, like, I, it's one of those things like. Fashion definitely, like, 100% is, is a form of artwork. Oh, yeah, totally. 100% I agree. I form, agree. Of art, 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 uh, form of artwork. And I think that whether you know anything about fashion, you, you your brain should know what you like and don't like mm-hmm. and what looks cool and doesn't look cool. And, like, and like it's like that shit's pretty interesting. Like, you know, like, uh, I, I appreciate that element of it because sometimes, you know, someone will come on there and be like, I created this and it looks like a giant balloon and it's like, dude, no one's gonna fucking wear that. You're not gonna go to the fucking studio. I'm gonna go watch Puss in Boots and, and like right after we record this. <laughs> it's like I'm not wearing that great movie, by the way. I'm excited, dude. Like it's really good. Um so I'm like I'm not gonna wear that to the movie theaters. I'm not gonna wear this giant balloon jacket to like watch Puss in Boots, you know? But then there's times on there, uh, season one of Making the Cut, there's this girl who like designs everything in black. And I was like, dude, like literally if I had money, I would be like, dude, you're my personal style. Like everything she does is like beautiful. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, she looks like the type of person that would design like all the clothing for like Trent Reznor or something like that. You remember, I was about to say, remember when we went to that Nine Inch Nails concert at uh, Outside Land Fest, yeah. and like that, like Tech, he was wearing like those those goth boots or whatever, yeah. and all three of us were like, holy shit, where did he get these at? It turns out like he bought them like at Payless, but yeah. the way he was rocking them, I was like, damn, like I would drop like a good two fifty on them. Ended up being like thirty dollars shoes or whatever, yeah. right? But like there is something to the way people put clothes together that, like you said, is an artwork. Yeah, yeah, an no. art form. I, I think I, there's there's a real beauty to them. I really appreciate that show just because like I think it gets like broadcast as like all oh, being being feminine or whatever it may be, but it's like it's super cool like. Everybody has an eye. Everybody has taste. Everybody has, you know, things that they want to yeah. see. Um, so, like, I think fashion, and especially the way that that show is done, it's not done in, like, the Doritos Challenge project. <laughs> you know, it's, it's nothing <laughs> like that. Like, like what's the tattoo one where they do that? Um, Inked. Uh, yeah, Master Ink or whatever, yeah. Ink Master. Like, that show's similar, but, like, they always do, like, the bullshit, like, Dorito Challenge where, like, you got to cover up a Dorito tattoo or some shit like that. <laughs> it's like, that shit ain't happening in real life. But anyways, like... A Dorito Locos taco yeah. t- tattoo. <laughs> you got to tattoo six people at one time while eating 10 Doritos. <laughs> Loco tacos. Loco tacos. And it's like, dude, that does not happen. But um, anyways, I-, I think that this, it's a cool show because it, it like really highlights the beauty and the effort and the, the how difficult it is to come up with like, with, with, you know, new fashion ideas i suppose and so like you know as we did this research or whatever i looked at a bunch of balenciaga stuff and like the stuff that they're doing they're doing a lot of like streetwear a lot of like snm very bondagey things mm-hmm. which i started to think like like are is this rich people like kim kardashian very tied into this in fact i think she did one where she came out like in a, like a all like leather like onesie or whatever like even her face was covered and like oh yeah and it was like is this like what rich people like to have like an edge in their life to be like this is edgy this is different do they do this like to like i i feel like people that like that are like in an snm like dungeon in like downtown la like in you know whatever it is like doing that shit like 
they don't wear that shit out in public. No, no. Is this their attempt to like try to like, like create some kind of like I'm edgy, look at me, like type yeah. of thing? Well, be- it, it kind of reminds me, and kind of like when the her sister, I forget which one, like Mimi or Kiki or whatever. I don't know. I don't keep up with the Kardashians, yeah. or whatever. The right? one that saw World Peace by giving <clears throat> a police officer a coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that one. She was like for a while was wearing like heavy metal t shirts and like every like metal head was like, Does she even has she even listened to Number of the Beast by uh you know Yeah yeah by Iron Maiden? And it's just like probably not, but she's using that as a way to be edgy, to be to have like a rougher exterior as opposed to this like glossy image that she's had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's I get it. I mean fashion is just not owned by anyone. You can do whatever you want. You can mm. you can do it you can do whatever you want with it. But um but I do think a lot of those people, especially like people like that grew up rich and like live their whole life rich, they do things like that to like try to be edgy and feel edgier and feel more dangerous than they really are because they're gonna go back to their million dollar homes and like play with their million dollar poodles or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, let's get into what we're talking about. Correct. And let's see what we're what we're discussing here. Balenciaga, if you don't know, high end fashion brand. Very recently, like we're talking like two months ago recently, uh, puts out like pre-Thanksgiving recently. Yeah, I believe uh, November 16th and 21st, they put out two separate campaigns, yes. They put out two campaigns, as Jacob noted. Uh, I believe one of them was the uh, gift collection campaign. Uh, It was a spring-summer for 2013 collection debuted at the Paris Fashion Week. 2023, sir. 2023. <laughs> <laughs> it's 20... going to be all fucked up, dude. <laughs> Just letting you know. 2023 Fashion Week. Right away, <laughs> the spread became pretty controversial. I believe this is the Oh, wait. No. Uh, this is the one with the uh, the teddy bears, right? Yeah, so that's the gift shop collection, yeah. the one with the teddy bears. So, so the gift shop... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so November 16th, they launch. And again, this is all to for... The holiday season, right? Yeah. Like you're gonna put out your stuff that hopefully your rich ass uncle or aunt or whoever is gonna buy you whatever for for Christmas and whatnot, right? So it's called the gift shop collection for this, and these things aren't gonna come out till like the spring uh, or summer of 2023. But at, you know, this, that's just the the calendar year for retail is to start putting stuff out during the holiday season so it gets the juices flowing and you know makes people want to buy this shit or whatever because that's when people are in the mood to buy is towards the end mm-hmm. of the year. And when taxes come or whatever, right? So anyways, uh, they released the gift shop, um, you know, ad campaign, which features, um, I believe the, the four, there's four main shots. I mean, I believe there's like a thousand shots. Uh, one, the photographer said that there was, uh, but there's four main shots of four children holding, uh, these bear bags, these teddy bear bear bags. And it sparked a lot of anger and controversy because, a lot of people are seeing these bear bags, and the bears look like they are in S and M bondage gear or whatnot, right? <clears throat> and if that wasn't bad enough, the children are surrounded by images of a candle with like a within a beer bottle or a beer can, uh, wine glasses, uh, quote unquote satanic imagery, um, police tape, police tape with. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the the this uh, Sumerian uh, god Baal, his name on there and what that was a pretty contra inter- I gonna say controversial, but so <laughs> I want to stop right there for just a quick second because I I guess in one of those images there's a chair and it's duct taped with um with the Balenciaga police tape 
and then there's another roll of Balenciaga, but the Balenciaga has two L's in it, which two A's, two A's, sorry, yeah. two A's in it, which is like ball, which I guess is the um, same thing as that one Moloch, Moloch that what's his, that Alex Jones was trying to expose. <laughs> so people right away are just like, whoa, what's this all about? Like, what mm-hmm. he, what is he talking about? Um, all sorts of like stuff that. I mean, it's creepy imagery. Like, yeah, let's it, just it, let's let's call a spade a spade. A no, lot of creepy imagery. No matter where you land on this, and I, I mean, I have a feeling we're gonna be in similar lanes, but maybe two different spectrums of the same lane. But like, doesn't matter where you land on. A very poor choice mm-hmm. for an ad campaign to associate a lot of that stuff, whether it's real or not. Uh, but let's take it at the minimalist look at it. These children holding bears with what's perceived as BDSM imagery right and that to me like that's just a very poor choice even if you're a supporter of this campaign it's just like hey yo you probably shouldn't be exploiting children in this way like that's a very bad choice and to go even the more radical version of this like hey yo this looks like like say like pizzagate all over again kind of thing like where it's like all these uh, bondage elements and you have like very much like these toddlers i think the oldest child maybe looks like five or six Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure you've seen pornographic, <laughs> like, um, like magazines or whatever. And they usually start off with like the model fully clothed or whatever. I feel like that's what they're trying to go for. Like, this is image one of like a more provocative thing type of thing. I feel like that's what they're alluding to in oh, this wow. really weird thing where it's like, like, oh, there's they're insinuating whatever it may be. And I do think that that's is pretty fucking tasteless and uncalled for because they're children. And it's just like, yeah. No matter where you land on this, like it's it's sickening, right? Yeah, it feels like that. Like it it feels like whatever. Like you know, Google your favorite pornographic art actress or whatever, and like, and like I'm sure she has a spread where it's like Lisa Ann dressed as like a school teacher or whatever and like image one and then image 10 is like her like fully naked like sucking some student's <laughs> dick or whatever you know like yeah it's always something like that like and I feel like that is the what they were going for in a weird weird way and mm-hmm. and I completely right understand like completely understand like the, the um, outrage the outrage correct I think once people started dissecting it more and more as the internet does, they started to find, you know, like that ball thing with the with the duct tape, and there's like these like kind of demon drawings, like like a child drew a demon, and, and they taped it to the background. Like people were like, "This is like really creepy shit." <clears throat> like even more, the more you dissect it, the more it is like creepy, and it gives you that kind of uncanny valley vibe to the images. And Cause, I mean, it all looks very intentional. It's not like it's just like a messy ass. Oh, room absolutely! And it, like it just so happens, like oh, that they they found those images there, which will come into play later. No, it looks very intentional. Everything's laid out a certain way. The light's hitting it a certain way. So there was intent in placing these items within this shot. Absolutely, 100%. Do you want to talk about the second campaign now? Sure. And and then in in a totally separate campaign, which was released five days later, uh, November 21st, uh, 2022, the year of our Lord, uh, they they released uh, what's called the gift collection campaign, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically the holiday campaign. It was to promote, <clears throat> I'm going to say it in very general terms, a collaboration with Adidas for one of their most famous uh, handbag, handbags, which is like the hourglass handbag, 
my girlfriend, she jokes, she goes, I want a really nice person. But she actually mentioned, she goes, I want that hourglass handbag, which is like $2,000, $3,000 yeah. or whatever, right? The bag itself, I, I do feel kind of bad because it's like. It's a nice th- bag. This bag itself, like the dude or girl or whatever, like that designed that bag and like the collaboration with Balenciaga and, and Adidas. Adidas or whatever, like they did nothing wrong. Like they just, <laughs> they just created this thing of, of fashion. The bag is cool looking, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all the other stuff surrounding. I was a gay man. I'd rock that bag. That shit is pretty dope, man. I'm, I'm, I always think Adidas is high quality product, so I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. It was a cool, it was a cool collaboration, right? Yeah, it was a cool collaboration. But all the other things surrounding this, similar to that last one, the imagery, the way it was portrayed, is really what brings it down. So the main image that most people are going to talk about is the image of the bag itself, sitting on like a desk. Meant to, you know, invoke images of, like, a high-powered woman working, like, an executive job or whatever. Like a lawyer's office. Yeah, lawyer's office, and there's paperwork all over it in the background. Uh, but one of the papers in the back <coughs> is uh, is referring to a Supreme Court case that involves child pornography. <laughs> <laughs> and it only took people a couple of minutes to be, and the funny thing about it is we're 19 minutes in i don't think we'll get demonetized for that yeah i don't think we're <laughs> going to get demonetized but one of the things that is very interesting at first i was like man people people will just look into these things too much i honestly was going to come in here and be like people will fucking be digging shit they probably just went to like the fucking like said give me some art or some like clip art thing for like uh fake or not fake but like like law looking things and we'll just put it in the background at first, I thought that was going to be my take on it, and then they're like, somebody fucked up, they printed out the wrong thing. The problem with it is it's actually pretty prominent. Like, <laughs> It's like they intentionally wanted to get caught doing that because you can read the text. You don't need to zoom in to like read that shit. It's like the bag in the background. It's like you might as well have thrown a fucking condom in the background. <laughs> like, It's and, pretty in your face. And... um. I was watching, I watch, I try to consume as many opinions on this as possible because <clears throat> I did very much come into this like thinking like, oh, I want to believe the quote unquote conspiracy of this all. I want to believe the controversy of it all, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to see as many like differentiating, differentiating opinions as possible. And like one that I thought was like really, I gravitated towards because she was very, very balanced in the way she approached it is she said that Nothing, especially like something as high end where you have two brands, right? You have Adidas, which is a powerhouse company. The only way in the sportswear market you're getting any bigger is if your name's Nike, right? So Adidas, a huge conglomerate company, right? They're there, you know, monitoring everything that's being put out, you know, for this ad campaign. Then you have Balenciaga, very much a high end fucking fashion company, billion dollar company. Uh, they're going to have their people as well just nitpicking every little fucking pixel on this photograph, right? So nothing happens to fall in there by chance, right? So she says that, you know, even from the lighting, even from the way they Photoshop it to take out any imperfections, they're not just going to, you know, just be like, oh, what's this paperwork in the back? They're going to go through it with a fine-tooth comb to make sure that everything that's in there should be in there and it has a purpose, and what art is referred to is it is a piece of documentation from a Supreme Court uh, decision, uh, United States versus Williams, which is a 2008 decision, which uh, upholds uh, what's called the, the Protect Act, which in a way says that 
and I don't want to go too far into this because that's a separate topic in itself. Yeah, that child pornography, whether real or implied, is not protected speech. It's basically saying that, like, dude, you do not have any protection with the Constitution if you even imply child pornography. So it's kind of it, it, it's it's sharing that ideas. And a lot of conspiracy theorists they saw one thing on there where it, what they miss labeled it as another <clears throat> a Supreme Court uh, decision, uh, Ashcroft, Ashcroft uh, versus, oh shoot, I just lost it. Uh, Ashcroft versus the speech Free Speech Coalition, right? Where it was, uh, the Free Speech Coalition is this advocacy group within the porn industry, uh, which was advocating, I think it was back in 2002, uh, the uh, the Protect Act, which is you know lays the groundwork for you know you know child p <laughs> laws on the internet mm-hmm. or whatever, saying that we don't want our content to get removed uh, because the performers or uh, the digital creations or uh, intellectual property, and they, they cite you know uh, Romeo and Juliet, right? Two mm-hmm. uh, supposed teenagers having sex on screen we don't want our art to get pulled from movie theaters or video stores or the future netflix you know accounts or whatever because it's perceived as two children having sex right because romeo and julia i believe are like 14 15 in that movie or book Mm -hmm. and we don't want that to be perceived as child pee right and that's what that debate was and it was that u.s versus williams document that's in that balenciaga ad actually cites that as you know hey this is not protected by the first amendment so it's kind of it's kind of the way conspiracy theorists kind of twist it is that and especially candace owens like she promotes mm-hmm. it as like oh it's this law that the liberals passed that is making you know uh, child pornography yeah. legal on the internet which is not at all it's just well, saying it, that you have it, no protection by the constitution if you put out anything that is straight up child pee. Yeah, I mean, the case itself was, I believe it was like a father versus like the United States government. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the blueprint. But the the father's case on it was, um, don't I have the right to sell like, if I created an animated version of like child pornography of my daughter, don't I have the right to sell that? Because technically it's not child pornography. It is weird. I'll say that. I will 100% say and the like, court And the court said no, the, you don't have the, that right. Yeah, the court said no. I do think that of all the court documents that you can find, instead of finding the most boring court case that you can find or whatever to put in the background. Oh, they could have got like a Judge Judy fucking document. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it could have just been some like whatever, DUI or whatever. Like, yeah. Trump's tax returns or yeah. some shit. Yeah. Some random like, yeah, some tax emails. <laughs> um they do find this one. I think it's it's even if even if the, the government cites, oh yeah, the, you don't have the right to do that. It is a pretty like gross argument that was being made there, mm-hmm. and um, I do think that of all the things you could have picked, that's a pretty gross one. I didn't even know that that anyone had even thought about like making that argument of saying like, well, if it's a cartoon of a child, it should be okay. That's basically what that what that argument was, and I it's pretty gross. It's like a pretty like mm. gross court case. So the fact that they put it in there, that's already like two strikes for Balenciaga. It's weird. It's like it's almost like it's it's commenting 
it's commenting on a previous ad, right? Where it's just like, I know you guys are thinking that we're implying child P in our gift shop ad with, you know, the teddy bear bags. But here we're going to be like, oh, no, it's not kind of thing. It's like mm-hmm. it's like a self-parody. That's the that's the way I interpreted it. And mm-hmm. I think this is a big thing, too. It's just like like you said earlier, like where fashion is art. Photography is art or whatever, right? And a lot of artists, they'll say like, hey, I'm not going to tell you what I, my intent was. And I don't think Balenciaga or any of the photographers associated with this or creative directors. So the photographer of the first one, the um – that, that no, nobody's ever came out directly and said what it's supposed to represent. Well, well that photographer came out the for the uh, the gift shop one, the one with the teddy bears. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's uh, his name? Uh, he came out and basically said, I had nothing to do with this. I basically showed up. Gallon Berry. Yeah. yeah, I basically showed up. They asked me to take pictures, like set it up the way I would set up one of my first, but I had no control over what I was putting in there or what I wasn't putting in there. They just told me set up the light and take it how you would. Correct. Set up one of yours. To paraphrase it, but he they they actually wanted him specifically because he has like this project called Toy Stories, mm-hmm. and it's a very innocent fucking project yeah. where he's actually kind of a cool project. Oh, I dig it. Like I'm hundred yeah. percent with it, and it's him going all over the world where he takes a picture of a child, not exploiting a child. Calm down, conservatives. Jesus, take yeah. a breath. Um, where he photo- photographs children playing with their toys and you'll go to China and like whoever this Chinese girl's toys are, those, you know, that's the photograph. And it's very, it's very sweet and very thought provoking too, because then you go to like a child in America who has too many toys, like my kid or whatever, but then you go to like India and the kid only has two toys to play with or whatever. Right. It, it's a really cool project. And Balenciaga kind of like how they usually do with a lot of their designs that I noticed, they kind of like got him just to fucking appropriate it to apply it to their products. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, as far as what the, but this photographer, I don't think has ever come out and said like what the intentions are like very, this one's a little bit quieter than the one with the teddy bears. As far as like information that happens on this one. I don't think he, that the other guy, Chris Maggio, the guy that did the, um, the purse one, he said anything as of, as of January 1st, 2023. So, I mean, that's one of the things that people point out. The other thing is that there's a book in the background, the Fire in the Sun book, which is a separate campaign. It's the same one as this. It's the same group of pictures as the uh, Adidas one. Correct. Yeah, the gift collection one. Yeah, Yeah, the the, gift collection. The purse one, right? Not the teddy bear one, but the purse one. Yeah, with the French actress. Which is also a very like controversial book in itself because it 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 depicts a lot of like little kids running around like covered in blood and Mm -hmm. like people eating people and like things like that like the it, children are castrated and shit yeah yeah it it seems like this stuff is intentionally in there oh yeah and it's like whether this is just bad taste like you're telling me like they made this as like satire like this is some kind of Saturday Night Live sketch where mm-hmm. they're just like they're just trying to be funny about it it's like I don't think anyone's taking it as funny it, it's it seems I actually think that the second one is like worse than the first one the first one could have been more intentional where it's like uh, they were trying to be edgy. This one felt like, dude, this is just almost feels like they're just tasteless at this point. Um, and then the other one is that they have a book, the Chromaster Cycle in the background. Oh yes, the Chromaster Cycle is in the background, which is this whole thing of like this artist who does like he did a giant. It's like films, books, and and paintings all together, where it's it's all about like the Chromaster muscle. <laughs> 
which is like the muscle that the like one thing that I learned this week. With the yeah, I didn't muscles. know about that either, dude. I learned a lot about the cremaster muscle. It's the muscle that like regulates where like the testicles hang in the body. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a muscle. I didn't know that was I a didn't muscle. Go to the either. gym and train that. So the dude basically like made it uh, this art project, like films. <laughs> films, photography, like paintings, like everything regarding the Chromaster muscle. <coughs> and for some reason, Balenciaga was like, let's put that in there. Like, it, it just, it's so fucking weird. It feels so, like, out of left field that it's just like, it's tasteless. It's weird. It's like, it's whatever. A part of me was like trying to defend it mentally where I was like, well, you know, you got to be kind of edgy or whatever. And it's like, these are like the least edgy people in the world. These are like the Kim Kardashians of the world that are just like you're just like living off like daddy's money. It's like what do you have to do with like edginess? Like what do you know about like I, I think that because I'm with you on that. Where it's just like I, I didn't want to defend it, but it it was it goes back to like an episode that we did about uh, satanic and occult imagery and pop culture and movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas I make the comment and I still get hate mail about this, like how conservatives are really bad at interpreting art. Mm-hmm. Like if it looks scary, it's satanic, or if it like jives them a weird way, it's satanic. Kind of like how Candace Owens does like in her yeah, podcast yeah. about this. Stupid, she is so stupid. But <clears throat> it does make it hard to defend it as art when it's like the first image with the purse is making a comment about you know you know child pee or whatever, right? How it's not protected speech, and then the second image with like that French actress Isabella Hippera or whatever her name is, and those two books like are very much in there again, like the. To paraphrase what the lady in the uh, YouTube video that I saw who actually works in the fashion industry said nothing makes its way in there by chance right mm-hmm. so those books wherever one of them is Michael um, Borman's uh, Fire from the Sun that's the one with you know the the painted children which are supposed to be like naked cherubs running around playing in blood playing with <clears throat> to, uh, cut body parts and castrated genitals or whatever right i mean and that's just like one image out of a bunch of shocking images that people go into it's really shocking stuff but it makes its way in there like you just see the side profile of it just like you would see spider-man 3 right there like on my you know dvd bookshelf um and then below it is like that chromaster muscle book and whatnot and it's just like why would that be in there and then to have the previous picture where it's making a comment on stuff that would be in there. It's like almost like it's self commentary or whatever. Right. Like, and it's just like, I always land on the, why would you do that? Right. Mm-hmm. And I, to me, it's like, you look at a company like Balenciaga billion dollar corporation and whatnot. Right. Like, and I look at a lot of their previous ad campaigns and it seems like they thrive on controversy. Uh, whether it's, it's, you know, cultural appropriation whether it's taking something cheap looking, they literally made like a trash bag purse and charged $3,000 or something outrageous for it. They had clutch purses that are supposed to look like crumpled up like Lay's potato chip bags. They had another purse they had on sale for $2,000 that looked like an Ikea bag that you can buy for like $1 or $3 over at Ikea and shit. And like they, they like, it seems like they just thrive on controversy and it's, and it's like that old like Howard Stern, like Jerry Springer. It reminded me of that, like those times where it's just like, yeah. how far can we push the envelope to to create buzz around our product? And that, it seems like that's what they were trying to do. Perhaps I mean that the but that's what I mean. Like there to me, like I was I defend the artist that's doing the uh, the fashion part of it. The, you know, the designer of the clothes itself or whatever. 
whatever the, the designer for the teddy bear thing wanted to create whatever like it's definitely like if if that teddy bear purse or whatever was sold in some BDSM basement, <laughs> yeah, nobody would bat an eye. <clears throat> but the fact that it's a Balenciaga purse, it's where people freak out. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, that's the thing that to me, it's like I don't really have an issue with with the even with the was, maker of the purse. Itself. Even if it was just a Balenciaga purse, right? Yeah. Like I don't have a problem with it, right? And I guess Balenciaga comes out and says that it was to look punk. Right, and then it goes into to framing. Right, if you frame it as BDSM gear, you're like, oh shit, I have a problem with that. Right, and to associate that with children, like I have a problem with that, like oh. as a parent. Right, but when you come out and you say it's punk, and you start looking at it, and you're like, oh yeah, this again to to go pat by their history. Oh, this is ripping off this from Blink One Eight, this era in Blink One Eighty Two's history. Oh yeah, this is ripping off uh Sid Vicious in this history or whatever. Oh, that's supposed to be Joan Jett. Oh, okay, I get it. Like you said, like I will defend the I, artist on it. But the decision yeah, to I mean, put a child with that, like you know what the fuck you're doing, right? So then that's a separate thing altogether. So one of them is like the 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 purse or the you know the Adidas purse or the teddy bear purse or whatever. Like if I saw some like hot goth girl wearing that like carrying that like BDSM bag it's like whatever, dude. I, I I ain't got a problem. Like if you're into BDSM, like so be it. That's your thing. Like I don't have a problem with that. But the, to me, the problem is like the advertising campaign and the way that it's like done. Like the the advertising campaign is like weird to me. Is like advertising to me is not. There is I guess <laughs> there is a form of art if you want to call it that. But there's nothing trashier than like calling advertising art. Like <laughs> advertising to me is like. It's trickery, the, yeah. It's bullshit. It's like no. I went to business school. It's trickery. Uh, it's, That's all it is. It's trickery. One yeah. of my favorite things about Hawaii, and I don't know if you know this, but like billboards are illegal in Hawaii. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, I was like, dude, they need to do that in California, dude. Like, get rid of billboards. I fucking hate billboards, dude. I fucking hate pop ups. I hate ads. I hate all that shit. Like, it's like get rid of all that garbage. I do view that as like garbage and not as artwork. Um, but um, to me, it's like. It's it's this thing totally designed for like the Kim Kardashians, people that have money and want to feel edgy, and like they want to feel like they're into like BDSM or like that like shock culture, like they're about to go to a health concert, and like, but like without going to a health concert type of thing. And we're not talking about your general health; we're talking about the band health, the band health type yeah. of thing. You know, it's like, like it's just it it's to me it's it's whack. I understand that they want to be edgy, and I. You know, I, I'm into some like pretty like edgy artists that are just doing crazy shit. But don't use real kids to do it. Don't use real kids to do it. Don't use kids, period. I should say. Yeah. Even even like that dude that did the Master Muscle one or whatever. Like it's it's fucking weird. But like it's not stuff that I like haven't seen before. Like it's fucking trippy shit in there. And like, but I've seen movies and like those like French art stuff where it's like crazy shits going on. Like people are like mutilating their hands or whatever. Like. Like, I love, you know who Justice Yulham is? <laughs> Justice Yulham is a musician who, like, hooks up, like, a guitar amplifier and, like, connects it to, like, to, like, broken glass and, like, literally, like, cuts his face with broken glass and, like, makes, like, music as he does it. So he only does, like, three shows a year, but it's, like, a spectacle. Like, people, like, come all over the world to see him do this, like, show because it's, like, it's satanic rituals. Dude's, like, cutting his face up and, like, doing all this stuff. And, like, to me, it's, like, 
is genius. There's only one just as Yilham. Like it's a privilege to see like someone who like takes his art that seriously. That's like willing to like mutilate his face for the sake of art. But <laughs> if you start putting just as Yilham in like a Balenciaga ad. I'm like, dude, this shit is, like, not for kids. Like, kids should not be seeing a dude, like, mutilate his face. Well, it's not even just that. I think it's the fact that they asso- they had a kid within it. It'd be like if Justice Yoham was doing that and, like, he was also had a kid in the background or something yeah. like that. Oh, like, if they did Justice Yoham for kids? Kids bop? Just as- <laughs> Correct. Yeah, if they, if, I think that's the problem, right? Yeah, yeah. If, if Go ahead, put Balenciaga, go ahead and do that if you want. And I'm sure they will do it because it, it seems like they have a history of ripping shit off like that. yeah, yeah. But the fact that there's a child associated with that, I think that's what people have a problem with. I don't think just the brand in general, because they're not a brand that you're going to find at a family friendly store like Walmart or whatever, right? Yeah. It's a, it's very much you have to seek it. Because I wanted, I was like, let me see how. We <laughs> I like can- how Walmart became your family friendly place. It's like the dude where I can get a fucking, the, I can go buy a shotgun at Walmart and kill my <laughs> whole family. All right, let's use Target then. Yeah. I guess yeah, <laughs> Target safe. Yeah, all right, Target, right? <laughs> um, but like. I think that's where people have a problem with it. And then to go on the other side of it, like I do think people, they see shit, like they let their fucking knee-jerk reaction dictate too much to them because you did mention at the beginning of this episode, you start going down like these rabbit holes, people start dissecting the oh yeah the the, the ad campaign where like, again, like the whole ball uh, fucking police tape or duct tape or whatever the fuck it's supposed to be. It's spelled with two A's, and then people start dissecting that and saying, like, oh, it's Ball. It's, a, it's this Sumerian deity that Dude, used to I sacrifice children. You, I guarantee you if somebody, like, started dissecting our, like, YouTube videos or whatever, they'd be like, okay, so on this episode, <laughs> Jacob wore a fucking uh, Wild Boys shirt. <laughs> with, oh, I, I mean, I like, did do this intentional, uh, right? Like, like, he wore a, a Wild Boys shirt, which they're wearing satanic makeup. Art's wearing a bright eye shirt with a with a... With the with the volcano on it, we all know that people used to sacrifice people to volcanoes. So exactly. there's a satanic element. It's like you could do you can make the links and connections any way you want to do if it. If you dude. go looking for the devil, <laughs> you will find it. Yeah. Right. And like to me, the, 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 <laughs> that's where I started to tune out from it. Because again, like as a parent, I'm not with that fucking shit. Like having if it's a punk, if it's a punk teddy bear, and your intentions were like, oh, we're promoting a punk product or whatever, we're ripping off a punk product or whatever, right? I'm still not okay with it because it's just like, yo, it it looks like you're promoting, you know, child abuse. Oh yeah, know. definitely. And even if even if it was an innocent intent and you got misinterpreted, right? Which does happen a lot, right? Like, I'm still not with it. Good for you. You guys apologized for it, and yeah, you should not have done it or whatever, right? But then another problem I have is like people start dissecting the shit and making it into something that it's not, right? And uh, a lot of podcasts and you know far right you know conspiracy theorists i did listen to the candace owen one i didn't think it was as extreme as you made it sound because well, she because she missed so many spots or she she, she basically said it's the devil <laughs> and like and like washed her hands of it it's like this is the devil don't support anything and then she like sucked kanye west dick for like 10 oh, seconds yeah, and yeah. it was like that was weird the dude that was like doing all this anti-semitic shit and you're like like oh kim kardashian's all to blame Kanye West is a saint for leaving Balenciaga. He didn't leave Balenciaga. He got kicked out for saying a bunch of anti-Semitic shit. And not only that, but she said, and these are the same people that want to cancel everybody for nothing. And then she mentions Trump for doing nothing, but then do things like this. And I was like, oh, shit. You go listen to that, guys, and tell me if I'm wrong. But she misinterprets a bunch of shit, which I'll get into. But 
again, like the Balenciaga tape thing, like people started dissecting it. Like Balenciaga is spelled B-A-L-E-N-C-I-A-G-A or whatever, right? It's the last name for its founder, Cristobal, you know, Balenciaga oh, yeah, or whatever, yeah. right? I already know where you're going with this, yeah. <laughs> and so they were starting to say that, that, it, that the two A's that you can find on the tape or whatever, right, uh, is intentional and it's supposed to represent ball, which is like this deity, this sacrificed children yeah. or whatever, right? And I'm not going to make this podcast about ball or whatever, right? But even that's a little bit janky or whatever, right? But like when you dissect it, right, which is not, the whole word isn't even per- visible on that tape or whatever, right? But if you dissect the word ball and then NC and then Aga, if you put it into Google Translate into Latin, it translates into ball is the king or Satan is the king or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of weird because it's based off the, uh, I can't remember the dude's name, the guy that, that uh, created Balenciaga, but that's his last name. Correct, which <laughs> is not, which has nothing to do with anything or which whatever, was right? his dad's last name his dad was just like a fucking carpenter or some shit like yeah. that like i don't know it seems like i don't know how common it is i don't know if it's like you know living in the united states and like smith is your last name like mm-hmm. it seems like a pretty common name but they're i believe they're italian i don't know how like uh, spanish spanish yeah so i don't know how common that is like if you go to, to spain and you're like how many people here have the last name balenciaga is it like you know like going to mexico and finding a sanchez down there or <laughs> i mean I feel like I'm Mexican and my last name's not that common. It's common enough where I, you know, Danny Threat was the other dude I know. Yeah. But, like, I've only met, like, three other people in my life that have the same last name. But I don't think it's, like, a crazy last name. But, mm-hmm. like, it's it's common enough kind of thing yeah. where no one's going, like, I wonder what my last name would be if I looked it up in, like, what it means in Latin. Probably means, like, devil or something, something <laughs> cool. <laughs> the Sumerian uh, yeah. Kermaster God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, when you go on Google, you can actually replicate it if you put in the word ball and then Enciago or whatever, right? And I was like, something about that rubbed me a weird way because I know Google Translate has a special way of fucking shit up, right? Like if I have to translate a document, you know, from French or Russian, you know, at my job or whatever, I know that Google Translate cannot be trusted. And even it's even in policy that you can't trust Google Translate because it fucks a lot of shit up. So you actually ask people who are fluent or know a lot about fucking Latin and there's no way that that actually translate to ball is, or yeah, ball, ball is, is king. Um, it's actually translates to multiple different things. It can uh, translate to act like an angel, play ball. Like it's a bunch of different things. And so to actually get that ball is king, it would actually have to be ball rex and then uh, anda or whatever, right? So it's it's not even true on that. And then also too, I the, also think you know not not to stop you there, but it's like. How many, like, things, like, how many languages did you have to translate it into that's, like, oh, it's going to mean this? Land on that. Like, it's, like, dude, you can do that to so many things. Like, you can dissect, you could take Bakersfield and see, like, what does Bakersfield mean if you break it up in certain places? What does it mean in, like, Korean or whatever? You know, like, it's so Absolutely. stupid. It's, like, it it could mean, like, you know, like, the devil's dick or something like that. <laughs> and, like, Which it probably is, right? Yeah. Bakersfield equals devil's dick. It, it's pretty stupid. But even, like, the whole tape thing, it looks like it was... Again, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt on it. It just looks like it was like that's where the tape got cut, and that it just it just it doesn't look like they were they meant to put ball or whatever, right? It was just a happy accident. Like Art said at the beginning, there's a devil, there's a drawing of the devil uh, up in the you know the the bedroom or whatever, and apparently adjacent to that, there's a six six six, 
and whenever I hear this shit, like I'm always like, I'm always skeptical. I have skeptical hippo eyes when people find hidden 666s or whatever, right? Oh, and yeah, so, that was one of the worst ones. And I looked, I was like, dude, there's not even three sixes. They, you can make an argument for one little scribble drawing like on the on the picture being a six, but then where are you finding the other two sixes? It looks like, and then they're like, well, it looks like they photoshopped the other one. I'm like, oh, so you're actually admitting that there's not two other sixes out there or whatever. You just saw one thing that may or may not have been a six and then you know multiplied it by three. Um, apparently there's a candle in there, which they say that candles are supposed to represent you know, satanic practices. I mean, there's one candle in the fucking picture or whatever. And apparently Balenciaga sells candles, so that's why it was in there. Uh, there's a black hoodie. Like, not a fucking black hood that you would see, like, you know, in fucking eyes wide shut kind of thing. It's literally like a black hoodie that you or myself or, like, that guitar tech at the Nine Inch Nails concert would wear. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, by the way, that's an actual hoodie that Balenciaga is selling. So that's the whole point of the ad is to sell a product. And then they said another thing too, like the shoes that the kid is wearing actually looks like the devil. And I was like, oh my God, this is pareidolia where you're looking for the devil and you're finding it. Because I do not see the devil in there. Dude, it just I don't happens know to be what red websites shoes. you were looking at, but like. They're on DuckDuckGo. So I think that a lot of what they were going for was like, let's try to be edgy. Let's try to create something creepy. Let's try to do something that like. I mean, again, it's an advertising campaign. I think it's like a pretty tasteless advertising campaign. Agreed. Both of them are pretty tasteless. But I think that that's kind of where it stops, you know, for me at least. I did see something like the, um, what's her name, Lada, Lada Volkova. I don't know if you looked into Lada Volkova. Yeah, I did, yeah. So a lot of the things, I do think Lada Volkova is kind of like that rich, edgy kid that like tries to be edgy for the sake of being edgy. Like a lot of her for- photography is like, bloody bed sheets like a kid's bed but blood stains on it and like a bdsm dungeon or like a you know an old a sacrificing altar like she tries to be edgy and you can tell that she goes back to her like million dollar home in the hollywood hills and like just does cocaine with her friends or whatever (laughs) you know whatever she wants to do i'm not saying she does or doesn't but i assume that that's the lifestyle she chooses to live (laughs) but um please don't sue me (laughs) <laughs> with your million dollars please don't you have more money than i do have mercy on my soul but um but i just think that that's kind of like what rich kids go for like these are kids that didn't grow up with like like isn't that why kim kardashian shows up to like the met gala like dressed up in like leather beast bdsm shit like she wants to be edgy or some mm-hmm. shit like it's stupid. Like the whole thing to me is like this is this is fucking advertising. It's dumb. That's why you get like brand ambassadors and all this garbage that like you want your people to wear them. And it's like it's the shitty part of like fashion or like whatever it is. It's a, it's the ugly side of it because everyone's trying to outdo each other. Everyone's trying to be edgier than the next person. And like it, it all kind of becomes like a big ball of ball of nothing. B a l l. Um, that lady, I, I didn't write her name down, but yeah, I'm glad you mentioned her uh, because of Volkova. Yeah. She gets mentioned too as, oh, this is the main designer for Balenciaga. And then there's also a picture that's associated with her and yeah, she does do some creepy shit or whatever, but a lot of people are like, and she is the main director or, uh, stylist for Balenciaga. And, um, they show a picture of her like dripping in blood with like two like dead babies around her or whatnot. Yeah. And whatnot. And as it turns out, like, she was never the main stylist. I guess she worked for them one time in 2018. And that picture that keeps getting associated with her is not even her. It was, like, from a uh, Hong Kong fashion show. And it's a total 
totally different person altogether. It's not even her at all. And then like when you put a picture next to her with that picture, it doesn't even look like her really. It just looks like another random like Russian looking bitch or whatever, right? Yeah. So to me, it's it, it, that's where like the conspiracy starts to fall apart when a lot of these things start to get unraveled. But the unfortunate thing is, is these things are making the rounds like on TikTok, on YouTube shorts and whatnot, and people just take it at face value. And that becomes the narrative. And I think that's the... Did you check out her photography though? Yeah, yeah. And there's one that I thought that was fucked up. Like there was like a uh, a teenager looked like was like tied up to a chair and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like a little that. girl with like headphones on. Some of it is kind of weird. Like there's one where it's like, a, I don't know if it's a real little girl or like uh, they superimposed like a, a real girl's face on a doll, but it's like kind of weird. Like some of it is like, some of it is kind of like, she definitely has an obsession with children. And like that is unavoidable like something's going that's something's kind of fucking weird there like she a lot of her photography is 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 violent and kids and and maybe that's her whole thing like so is corn's album covers correct that's where i was gonna go that's where i was (laughs) gonna go though yeah but is jonathan davis like out there molesting children or like kenneth owen was trying to say is like this is a slow takeover where they're gonna normalize pedophilia or child abuse yeah no i don't think so at all and it kind of goes into what Marilyn Manson said one time when uh, someone was talking about, like, someone was giving critique on his music. And again, I'm going to paraphrase the shit out of whatever Marilyn Manson said. But he said, he said that when I wrote this song, I had a very specific situation in my life that I was talking about. It wasn't about, you know, bondage or, you know, anything or any kind of satanic sacrifice or anything like that. But the person making the comment, I believe it was like some conservative politician or whatever, right? Or their wife. If that's what she thought when she heard that, then that thought was already in her head. And it goes back to like a lot of these things where a a lot of people, conservative people, I mean, a lot of people, but tends to lean more towards conservative people have a big problem being able to interpret art. If you look at the, the statue, David, like some people are going to view it as pornography, but some people are going to view it as like, oh, wow, this is a very beautiful piece of art. And I think that a lot of like what they were reaching for, like we're like this person worked with Balenciaga and, you know, they are uh, a sat- Satanist because they did X, Y and Z. And it's just like when you actually look into their work, it's like I don't see Satan there. I just see that you are unable to interpret their work properly yeah if satan is there it's because you were looking for satan already you were primed for it already yeah i mean i i, I do think that the like like her a lot of okoba's artwork is very like um a lot of it looks like album covers to like you know edgier bands or something like that like i, I could see a band like Def heaven like using her paintings or whatever or her pictures as an album cover and then, like I don't have a problem with it. I mean, a, a lot of it is very like, mm, I think children make people feel uncomfortable. Like seeing children in those situations makes people uncomfortable, but that's kind of how artwork is. Like artwork is, is supposed to make you uncomfortable at times. It's supposed to be provocative. It's supposed to make you think Dangerous. it's supposed to make you feel a feeling. And I did hear someone on like online, like talking about her artwork and being like, but this crosses the line. And I, I just think like, artwork sometimes has to cross the line like are these kids being hurt are these kids being sexually exploited like are these kids just you know if they are then you have crossed the line 
if they're not, then like you've just created artwork. I mean, that's what artwork's been for thousands of years. Like that's, it, it, it is edgy. It is, it is, it is dangerous. It is, it's supposed to make you think it's supposed to make you come out of your comfort zone. Um, and it's not necessarily satanic. It's not necessarily evil. It's just, you know, that's a side of the world that you don't necessarily like want to see, but it's mm-hmm. a side that made you feel a feeling. It can't always be a Thomas Kincaid picture. Yeah. Right. Or, a, or what's Rock- that one guy? Uh, Norman Rockwell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it can always be that. And, and I agree with that. And I think, and I'm not advocating for the exploitation of children at all. Again, I'm a dad, right? Of a child and another child on the way. And I don't, I don't ever want to see that. So like when I saw that, you know, the whole uh, teddy bear bag campaign, I was like, dude, get the fuck out of here with this. This is stupid or whatever. But do I think like the corporation Balenciaga as a whole is a bunch of Satanists and they're a part of the Illuminati and the, you know, secret underground, uh, you know, Pizzagate faction that's trying to, you know, drink all the adrenochrome and shit. No, I don't. And I think, and again, I think again to go back on what I've been saying. It's just I think it's people's inability to be able to interpret art properly. I think like when you see like a cherub, you know, uh, that's supposed to represent Cupid or whatever for Valentine's Day, and it's just it's barely covering itself. I feel like people are okay with that, even though it's a naked child or whatever, right? Yeah, and that's okay. But like when someone uses it as a prop to, because I was looking up one of these artists that got dragged into this whole uh, scandal somehow or whatever, you know, they were like, but he's got children in his uh, picture. It looks like they're beat up and whatnot. And you actually look at his explanation for that. And it's supposed to be uh, the casualty of war, like the real casualty of war, which is women and children dying or whatever. Right. And like you said, like a lot of art is supposed to make you uncomfortable that's the uncomfortable truth of is war is you're a lot of casualties are going to happen with women and children. And that's what the thought he was going for. And I'm like, I don't got anything against that. Right. And it's a painting of a child. It's not an actual child. There's like the artist came in and like, we're going to beat up a child for the sake of art and put him out there or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not what's going on. And I think a lot of people take that in the wrong way. Cause they've been pri- already primed to think like, Oh, this is satanic when it's has nothing to do with that at all. Yeah, yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. I remember when I was a uh, a high schooler, um, Kill Bill Volume One came out, and they got like a lot of like, oh, this is really bloody, and like all this stuff, and like, um, it got a bunch of bad like publicity at the time. And I remember like literally like a month later, like The Passion of the Christ came out, which was like way bloodier and like way more violent than Kill Bill was. But like everyone was okay with it because it was like a movie about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I've never understood that, like, like, like it's not the violence that you're against. Like, obviously it's not, because, like, Passion of the Christ, like, that shit would give kids nightmares if you showed them that. Like, mm-hmm. like that, it's pretty gruesome shit. It's not the violence. It's, it's what it lines up with that your ideals is what I think bothers people. Like, I, I um, um, the, the artist, um, Marianne, Mariana Abramovich, like, I always think that she's consistently created, like, some of, like, my favorite works. I think she's created some, like, beautiful things. It's very, very much does not line up with, I think, the values of, like, a Christian conservative home. And I think that that rubs people the wrong way. If you really look at it and, like, break down everything that she's done, like, nothing's really, like, that dark and that conservative. She uses blood. She uses semen. Like, not 
the first artist to do those things. There's a Metallica well, album cover with blood and semen on. Like, yeah. there's like you're not the first artist to do it. I do think the fact that it's a woman doing it scares a lot of people. It literally scares men that there's a woman that's willing to go out and and do those things and be like stronger than a man is as far as being that vulnerable and that willing to put their bodies through that that amount of hell. And I think she's like a wonderful artist. Like uh, it, it's but it's the type of art that makes you think. And I think that conservative people and I agree with you on this end. I think conservative people don't like to think. They like the easy you know, Hallmark Christmas story that's going to teach them about Jesus and done. They don't have to think about it anymore. But art is not supposed to be some disposable thing that you go and you sit there for like 10 minutes and it's like, cool, I got it, figured it out. It's supposed to stick with you and and think about it. One of my favorite images that she created was like literally one where like, I think she's like holding a knife to her hand. And like, I always think it's like, it looks so intense because it's shot in black and white and like, She's lit. It's, there's no photo editing there. She's really doing that, like for reals. And like I always think, like, like that's fucking intense. Like to the point where it's like there's only one way to capture this image for people to really feel it, and that's to do it. Like to do it for reals. <laughs> like literally mm-hmm. hold a knife to your hand while it's bleeding. And like similar to that Leonardo DiCaprio when they did um, oh. Django and Shane, and he cuts his hand and he goes with it and the dude next to him kind of flinches if you catch the scene because he's really bleeding or whatever. That's real. Like, mm-hmm. There's only one way to capture these these works of art sometimes, and that's by doing them for real. It's like the danger element, that Dillinger escape plan element of like, dude, the lead singer can't even feel his hands anymore because there's so much nerve damage from performing that, that intensely. I like that. I like that element of it. But it's not for everyone. It's not meant... Th- this is where like I kind of turn on <coughs> Balenciaga a little bit. Like, I feel like they turn artwork into, like, a mockery by trying to be edgy. It kind of becomes the hot topic of, I like, agree. the fashion industry where it's I like, agree. let's put pornographic, like, elements in here and we'll put a devil in the background and we'll put this and we'll, like, find it that court case. It. And it's like, dude, this is not art. This is, like, shock to be shocked. This is mm. insane clown bossy, dude. This is, <laughs> this is like, like, I think that there's a, a credible, like, intelligent element to, like, Marilyn Manson's albums, whether they be violent or whatever you want to think about it, there's there's a super intelligent element to what Marilyn Manson was doing in his early days, like the mechanical animal days and all that stuff. And on the flip side, you look at like an insane clown posse where it's just like talking about like fucking and like things that are just meant to like scare your parents, but it, there's really no artistic merit to it. I feel like that's where Bill Anciaga's advertising campaigns land. Because it, it's 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 secondhand because that uh what's his name Gallenberti the guy that did the the teddy bear ad, it's a rip off of his work. So they're it, like t- to me that's like what another thing that like cheapened it as well was just like dude you took like a really good project that Toy Stories project, which is like heartbreaking right yeah. again like you don't get a good feeling from some of those pictures you're like and that's not exploiting children at all like that's showing that like hey. There's kids out in fucking India. They got like two toys to play with or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you got my spoiled brat here next door in the, the next room. room. Yeah, I was just hanging out with my niece and nephew this morning. They literally have an entire room of toys they don't play with. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not toys they play with. It's not a toy room. It's a room full of toys that they really just need to get rid of and donate to like mm-hmm. less fortunate kids. To India. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean that that's a, and, that's, and that's a artwork, real thing. Yeah, and when artwork like that exists, it makes you think about that shit, right? I I'm cool with that. But then the Balenciaga ad, right? Again, it looks very bad because it looks like you're exploiting children. Who knows those kids? 
they walked away. That's a that's a photo in their portfolio and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, because those same kids are like in Target ads and shit, like uh, selling Dockers and bullshit or whatever, or Nintendo Switches and whatnot. Yeah, like that. I think that's that's basically what those children walked away from that day, right? They didn't get you know touched inappropriately or anything. I hope. I'm not. sure the parents were present for the photographs. I hope so. And I'm, I'm even. Yeah, if, I hope so too. And I mean, let, let's live like, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. It was just another day at the office for them. They go and they go do a shop for JC Penney's after that and whatnot. But like the implication, like, oh, this looks really bad. Even if it's just as innocent as like, oh, we're just ripping off a bunch. We're ripping off the Toy Stories uh, project as well as we're ripping off a bunch of, you know, Blink-182 fucking Sex Pistols fucking teddy bear bullshit <laughs> keep, or whatever you keep putting blink 182 in there like because there's that some one, cornerstone of like punk music no because one of the bears like you're like oh yeah that's from that fucking uh one album cover like we're like the the they use the the pink and teal motif or whatever you're like oh okay i get it like uh-huh. it because like when they say like they were using a punk motif right you're like yeah, yeah. oh i get it now but that whole look that yeah. whole quote-unquote punk look you're going for it does have roots in bdsm and a lot of it too, like the metal side of it, like the Judas Priest side, or you know Judas, like Rob Halford comes out in like leather studs and all that shit, where it gets in the eighties, like it gets like metal, like that becomes metal. Mm-hmm. That comes from him, like hey, like I had to hide my sexuality for decades, and that look came from like when after shows, like I would sneak into gay BDSM clubs and shops or whatever to fulfill my sexual needs and whatnot. And so, I mean, it is BDSM. Or it could be punk or metal or whatever you have to look at. But at the end of the day, like, it's a very poor look. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that the the look, it's, at the very best, it's tasteless. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's at the very best. It, it's tasteless. Whether we find out 10 years from now that some of these artists, like Lodovilkova, is, like, you know, into child pornography or whatever, like, who knows? We'll, maybe. We'll find out. Or but, she goes to Sunday Mass religiously. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Or maybe I think a lot of it is just like you don't like the artwork, you don't like the the lot of Elkoba stuff. It's just like just say you don't like it. It makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's cool if you don't like it. It's not for everyone. But it's not this ploy by the Illuminati to you know normalize ch- child yeah. child pee or sexual abuse or whatever. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you because I know, um, you know Balenciaga came out and they apologized. Uh, Demna, which I guess is like the creative director. Uh, for all of this, he came out and apologized or whatever. But uh, I guess one person, a lightning rod for controversy, Kim Kardashian, I guess a lot of people are mad at her because she mm-hmm. waited to apologize. So I want to know what your uh, opinion on that was. So this is one of the few things I did agree with um, uh, Candace Owen on. Okay. So like on this one, I am strive for strive with Candace Owen on this. Kim Kardashian is not your average, like, person in the fashion industry. Kim Kardashian is a household name. Kim Kardashian is like LeBron James has a direct line to Adam Silver. Like like it's not fucking the dude that just got drafted by the Nuggets or whatever. You know, like you're LeBron James. You're the face of the NBA kind of thing. Mm. I do think that more pressure when whenever you're when you're when you're in that position, more pressure is on you, whether fair or unfair. Um but I do think the fact that she waited so long and then, like, had, like, the excuse of, like, well, I wasn't even in that campaign. Like, I I believe that that was her excuse that, like, I'm not involved in this campaign. Mm. It's like, dude, like, I'm sure Michael Jordan doesn't design the shoes, dude. Like, no, it's but, Tinker Hattonfield, yeah. But it's, like, Michael Jordan's fucking, like, logo still on all the shoes. Like, you're still heavily associated with these things. Like, I, I, I think that you... you you pretty much 
as a as a person, as a mother, and she comes out to say the same thing. Like Candace Owen comes out and says, "Like I was a mother." That was like one of the most like sale. Like you could tell a sales team put that together. Like, you had to come out and say, "As a mother," right off the bat. It was like it's kind of like this way that people try to like deflect blame. It was like I'm a mom, just like like all of a sudden moms are on your side, kind of thing. And like she comes out and says that, and it's like. Dude, no, I don't think anyone was blaming Kim Kardashian, but I do think that sometimes you need to have, like, you need to stand your ground and have things that you believe in and, like, have strong opinions. Like, I, I, I think a lot of times people, like, think I'm an asshole or a prick because some of my opinions are very strong. But I, like, if I believe in something and if I, like, stand by something, I, like, really do. Like, I don't half-ass those things. And I think people like Kim Kardashian, like, consistently, like, bother me that's, like, Dude, you you're backing you're like willing to back a, a a brand that just had like a really bad look and it's like like be critical. Like I've been critical of this podcast. You know it. Like I've told you like there's things I don't like we should do this differently. I don't know. Like I'm I'm critical of like anything that I'm associated to. And like I think that it's important to be critical cuz that's where progress comes from. And the fact that she didn't come Agreed. out, she's not She's not the fucking janitor for Balenciaga. She's fucking Kim Kardashian. Pretty like much one the, of the faces of Balenciaga. Pretty much the face, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I kind of live in both worlds on this one. I hate to be that guy because I do feel like it. To agree with you and Miss Candace over there, I do agree. Like her response was very robotic. You can tell a team oh, yeah. came together to say it or whatever, right? And I think that's what people are mad about. It wasn't coming from her heart. And that was kind of weird, especially too, like the 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 delay in the response or whatever. <clears throat> that is concerning, but at the same time, like she does have, I believe, on Angie Martinez's show, um, she goes on there and she goes, "Hey, look, like I am with you guys." <laughs> gotcha. That I I don't agree with this, which I'm like, yeah, cool, yeah. As a parent, yeah, I'm a parent too. Like I'm against that ad or whatever, right? And she goes on in a long format. I, th- I, th- I think, too, like, that's the problem with the world is Twitter, not just because Elon Musk owns it now and shit. Uh, but the problem with Twitter is, like, you're limited to, like, however however many characters or whatever, right? And you have to be so careful yeah. with what you say within those characters to, to appease everybody. Uh, that, that sucks. I do think that, like, a place like podcast that gives you an opportunity to talk in long format, it is a more appropriate place to place that opinion at. And... When she said that too, like on I guess the Angie Martinez show, she said that, you know, yeah, I was. What is pi- that? A podcast or like a, a pod- YouTube or something? Well, Angie Martinez, she's like a DJ, like a popular DJ, and then like now she has a pod, like everybody else in the world, yeah, has a podcast or whatever. But she went on her show and said, like, hey, like, I get why you're pissed off because I took a long time to fucking you know come up with a response, but yeah, you have to realize, and I'm paraphrasing the shit out of this. That I'm friends with all these people. I wanted to have conversations with everybody before, like I just like recklessly just like disassociated with them. And she didn't say this, but somebody else came out and said it. Like, oh, you realize if she's under contract with a billion dollar corporation like that, it is in the contract that you cannot badmouth them, or you stand to lose millions. Because and and Balenciaga proved this that once you say anything bad about them, they're gonna take you to court. And even if, if fucking Kim Kardashian is a billionaire, if they're suing you for $25 million for breach of contract, that's going to cost you even more in legal fees yeah, than yeah. that $25 million, even if they drop it or whatever. So I thought that, I mean, I'm not going to nail, nail her to the cross like Candace Owens did, but I do think it's it's just a sucky position to be I in either way. I don't want to nail her to the cross, but I do think that, like, I'll give you this as an example. Like, 
I think celebrities always want to have it both ways. Like they want to be praised and and like never be criticized. Oh yeah. And I think that that was one of those examples that's like you'll get the praise when it comes and you you better be ready for the criticism when it comes. And I think I think that that's a justifiable reason to be criticized because you didn't respond and you might have legal obligations but at the same time like you have an obligation to yourself like as a human to like have morals and to have like like you know a conscience i guess and like so that's important you remember when lebron james came out recently and was like why you know what are you asking me about um <laughs> about jerry jones and then yeah. it's like i thought that was kind of like a bullshit thing because he 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 was like you guys asked me about Kyrie Irving and it's like and it's like okay I get that like why are people asking you about Kyrie Irving but if you go even further back people asked him about like what he thought about um uh the NBA and Nike in China and it became a pretty controversial thing because he deflected he deflected didn't want to talk about it and was like uh I'm not my place to talk about it was well, like exactly your place to talk about it, dude. Like you literally play for the NBA. You're probably the face of the NBA still to this day. You know, yeah. Steph Curry and Giannis. Probably, but you're we, Nike. You're but, a Nike athlete. Yeah, yeah. you're a nice Nike athlete. Like until you retire, you're probably going to be the face of the NBA. And that was his place to talk about, but he chose not to talk about, even though I believe, I still think that's a more controversial. Like I'd rather hear him talk about that than Kyrie, than, than, um, then Jerry Jones, like, Jerry Jones, that shit happened, like, fucking 50 years ago, dude. That dude's probably going to die in, like, the next five years. And aside from LeBron <laughs> being a Cowboys fan, what association does he have with Jerry Jones? Yeah, I, mean, I was like, I, nothing. when they asked you about something that people really legitimately wanted to talk about, you pivoted and said nothing and, like, went quiet. And it's like, dude, you, like, literally lived up to the shut up and dribble, like, stereotype just now. And it's like, you can't have it both ways, dude. Yeah. I like LeBron James. Like, I... I I like his like meditations that he has in the calm app. <laughs> Shout out to LeBron James for doing those. On the flip side, it's like I do like people like you know like I way back in the day I praised Colin Kaepernick because I thought he was like speaking his mind. He blackballed himself like from the NFL. Yep, that dude can't get a job anymore. Yeah, that's but it's like you have. To, I think as a human, as a person with a conscience and a soul, like when you go to bed at night, you have to know that you're doing the right thing. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's the problem with people like. And I'm not trying to nail her to the cross. People like Kim Kardashian, I think they do struggle with what's right and what's wrong, especially like when you have so many, yeah. a team making a decision for every little step in your life kind of thing. And yeah. I, At the same time, I don't, want think, I don't want people to think like, you know, Kim Kardashian should be your moral compass to like no. do as Kim Kardashian is. She's well, just there to be, I mean, and I'm not saying this to be sexist at all, but literally that's her job is to be looked at, right? I mean- I don't go to Kim. She's not my North Star, you know, when yeah. it comes to like, oh, I need, I need a quote here for anything or whatever, right? I, 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 but I'm not also not going to nail her to the cross because, yeah, of course Kim Kardashian is going to do or say things like that. So I thought that it was a little clumsy for people to get all pissy about that too because, like, you know what your morals are. Why do you need her opinion on it or whatever, right? And that's, what, that's where I land on it as well. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything else on this? Um, no, I mean, like, that's the only reason why, like, that LeBron James argument, that's like, if anyone's going to say anything, you're the person who has the platform to do it, like, it would mean more if you did it. Mm-hmm. Like, if LeBron James spoke about what was happening in China with Nike and, mm-hmm. and like, 
and all that. It would mean a lot coming from LeBron. It would mean a lot from Kim Kardashian if she spoke out and said, or hey, Balenciaga, if, we shouldn't do this anymore. Like, Or even if she just said, like, hey, before I give, like, a final judgment on this, I want to, like, just put it out there in the universe. I want to talk to you guys of why you made this decision. Perfect. Done. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, I don't think she has the brain capacity to be able to do that. I think that. she has the brain capacity to do it. I just don't think she cares. Like, I, like, oh, she, too, she, maybe. I, I think she's just a rich kid, grew up rich, doesn't, like, have shit that she actually believes in. Like, I think the things that she believes in are like whack. Like she doesn't, she just never really had to fight for things in the sense that like, like when you grow up rich, you don't really fight for things. Like, you know, things are more handed to you. Like she has a law degree, had like fucking like 10 tutors go, working her through the system. It's like, yeah, this it's different than like a kid that grew up in the ghetto got a law degree. Like, it's a completely different East struggle. Bakersfield, yeah. Yeah, it's a completely different struggle. It's like, I'm just saying, like, I would have liked to, like, you know, but it's like, I'm not going to hold her feet to the fire. It's fucking Kim Kardashian. Like, it's like, I don't care, dude. Yeah. It's not going to, it's not going to, I'm not losing sleep over it. It would have been cool. It would have given her, like, a cool point, but that's about it. Yeah. So with that said, um, are you fucking with Balenciaga now? Uh, <laughs> If I could ever afford it, and if they ever had anything cool, I mean, like I, I fuck with like whatever's on the clearance rack. So if I ever fight on the clearance rack, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, to me, I mean, I again, I don't have the kind of. I, I guess I could buy some Balenciaga shit, but I don't find it worth. Like, I guess they have like those shoes. Hey, do you see those the ones? muddy shoes? Yeah, the one they have like yeah. tire tread on it or whatever. Dude, I like literally. I'm literally wearing those right now, dude. I just, oh really? I'm just. I just wear like really old shoes, dude. Oh, so you are, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just wear old shoes, dude. Yeah, no, they look like Mikey, Nike Monarchs with fucking uh, my Jeep's it's, tires on. It's them so stupid, dude. Like, uh, one time I was wearing some like uh, they were like old soccer Adidas. You probably seen them. I wear them all the time. Yeah, I've like, seen them. That's yeah. like the black version of this. And some dude asked me like where I got them, and I was like, dude, are you fucking serious, dude? I got them off like fucking clearance rock off Ross, dude. Like that's where I got. And actually, I got those used from fucking from like eBay, dude. Like. I'm not into fashion at all. Like, if I think it looks cool, like, I don't care if I buy it used or, like, gently used or clearance racks. Like, I'm not that dude. But, like, I do like I do like fashion. I do like Fashion Week. I do like making the cut and check those shows out. Please sponsor us. Tim Gunn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please. Heidi Klum. Hit us up. <laughs> I will say this about Heidi Klum. I enjoy her fucking Halloween pictures. Oh, dude. She's disgusting, dude. She's intense. Like, yeah. I I use the term disgusting in a, in like a positive way. So oh yeah, she I, goes I didn't mean all to do that. Out, yeah, like the the like caterpillar worm thing she did this year it was like oh it was like a worm and then her like dude was like a fisherman or something like mm-hmm. that. Like yeah, dude, she she does things that are like fucking out there, fucking disgusting, dude. And that's artwork. Yeah. <laughs> but with that said, guys, uh, not to drag this on too much longer. Uh, shout out to. Um, Balenciaga, I guess. I don't know. Balenciaga. Dude, if we get a Balenciaga sponsorship, dude. Do you know what? I asked my girlfriend. I was like, dude, you know how like you, that the Balenciaga look right now is like to dress all in black, even cover your face like in black and yeah, shit? Yeah. I was like, dude, I should like, do you have any black stockings like I can put on my face? Like I want to do like this whole podcast like with like my face blacked out or whatever. But she's like, no, I only got uh, nude tones or whatever. But Anyways, guys, uh, if you have any opinions on this, if we fucked up anything and you want to get at us or whatever, right, uh, hit us up on all the social medias over at Art and Jacob Do at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter, we're at Art and Jacob Do A1. 
Because goddamn, son, sometimes that's just how a steak is done. Speaking of sponsors, A1, get at us. Uh, but with that said, guys, if you want to help support this podcast in any way whatsoever, uh, guys, hit us up on the Patreon over at patreon.com slash America, where every single week we put together a bonus episode for your listening pleasure. And nine times out of ten, those episodes over at the Patreon are better than the actual episodes that you're getting for free. So this week, again, Art is no upset, no exception. I think we did a bang-up job uh, on the Patreon. Um, probably comparable to this episode. I thought this was a very strong episode. Very yeah, thought-provoking yeah. Back cultural. Back-to-back. Yeah, Bangers, so, dude. So glad you're back with us today. But, um, yeah, so going over there, if you like what you're hearing today, you want to hear something maybe a little bit better or on the same level, uh, go to the Patreon. Donate $1, donate $5. Do yourself a favor, support us, and get some more content. Uh, if you want to support us in any other way, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to the official website over at artandjacobdoamerica.com. Uh, we have four designs up there. No, they are not designed by Balenciaga. <laughs> or even Nicole Smith-Bosch. Some of these are actually Art Trejo originals, if you will. So, uh, Art, the fashionista, dude. Yeah, the fashionista. <laughs> man, he was watching Project Runway and the making the cut and fucking designed a fucking t-shirt for your for your consumption pleasure. But, guys, it's not so much to help us monetarily because I think those shirts are like $14. And we'll see like a dollar if we're lucky from those shirts. But it's more or less to help promote this podcast. So, if you're out there at Fashion Week or at the Met Gala, and you're rocking an Art and Jacob Do America t-shirt, uh, that helps support us, because you are a walking billboard, if you will. Fucking losing my voice, guy. Uh, but if you want to hear other great podcasts, uh, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to podbelly.com, uh, where we are official members of the Podbelly Network. Uh, check out other great podcasts, such as Hillbilly Horror Stories, Robots for Eyes, as well as our homeboys over at the Silver King Podcast. But with that said, guys, my voice is running out. Art looks like he needs to go eat some, like a sandwich or some shit. I'm just, I'm just looking up something right now. I'm like, I could have sworn there was only two seasons to making the cut, but I think there's three. I'm, not, I'm messing up, dude. It's a good show. So with that, that note, guys, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> All right, God bless America. Everyone was like, "Why aren't you speaking out? Why aren't you speaking out?" And I'm like, "Wait." I'm not in this campaign. I don't know what's happening. Let me like take a minute to research this. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I saw what everyone was seeing on the internet and the reality of the situation, I completely spoke out and gave my, my thoughts on child porn and completely denounced it. Mm -hmm. But because I didn't say, fuck you, Balenciaga, that's it. People got mad at that. So it's like, I'm, they're mad if I don't speak out. <laughs> they're mad if I do speak out and if I don't cancel. Obviously, there is absolutely no place or an ounce to even play with anything with children, mm -hmm. like any sexualization of children, like not an ounce of that in our should be in our brains and in our society. Mm -hmm. I get that. I couldn't have been more clear on this is horrifying. This is these, this is disturbing. But unless they heard what they wanted to hear is like, fuck you, you're canceled. It's like this. Then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode. Let me just tell you, this was a fun fucking podcast.